I guess, uh, an example of how well dogs can smell t- in, in to humans is, uh, is like, you know how you can smell a skunk? Yeah. Well, you're sp- smelling parts per million uh, because that's such a strong odor. Whereas dogs smell every odor exactly like that. Well, that's like the the old brother trick of being like, it smells like poop out here. And they go, <laughs> you know why that is? You're like, no. Because there's because there's actually poop in going air. in your nose. <laughs> yeah. By that's the way, true. I just farted. My fart is in your nose. Yeah, my butthole's in your nose. Right. And then they run around and, Mom! <laughs> he said this thing, and I said that. <laughs> and stuff and, happened, and I don't like it. And then your mom is stuck in between the decision of, well, do I still baby him or tell him? Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, yeah, that's actually a real thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like you should treat kids like rational human beings. If you want to get something done and you have constant contact. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get, like, pissed off at a kid. You know, they just don't know any better. I mean, but and even saying kid is a relative term. Right. It's all how old you I start are treating a them like person. a person. I start treating them like a rational person at the age of three. <clears throat> that, wrong. Yes. No. Right. No. That way, if they crap their pants, it's their own fault, and they have to learn how to fix it. Pull themselves up by them bootstraps. Absolutely not. <laughs> so there's no social... Uh, uh, n- we don't provide any help for the, for the dead weight of society like babies and toddlers. Yeah. They're just, they're just hobos. We should just cut them loose. I mean... <laughs> What was They're putting good <laughs> good females out of work, out of their careers. What was the most <laughs> memorable lie from your parents that you know is a lie now? From Because my they just didn't want you to do something. Oh. Um. I'll let you think for a minute. Yeah, go ahead. You, you... The one that sticks out most in my mind is... My mom, when I was, I think I was about 13, like, uh-huh. I was pretty standard with my teen years, uh-huh. how bad I was. Uh-huh. She's a bitchy little kid. Um, but she told me that until you were 18, or maybe it was 17 at the time, uh-huh. I don't know, um, she says, until you were 17 or 18, you were legally not allowed to sit in the front seat. Whenever I was riding, really? had to sit in the back seat. See, my mom couldn't pull that one over on me because all my friends figured it out and they told me like what the weight and height and age requirements were. Okay, so well, she, you know, but like at least I feel like I feel you, like it wasn't a uncommon thing. Yeah, usually, um, when I got told something, I would go on a fact finding mission to make sure. So you, they didn't really get anything over on me too much. Maybe Santa Claus was about. I think that's what. That's probably thing. why my parents put me in so many goddamn activities. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> there were some summer camps where it would be just day camps mm-hmm. that they would just sign me up for and be like, "All right, you're doing this for uh, two weeks." Like, <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, you're, you're going over to the local university. It's a it's a sports camp. 
Yep, yep. Definitely have been forced into those situations. I was, I was like, okay, cool, sure. Um, yeah. What am I going to tell my friends? Is you, <laughs> why am I going? Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, to keep you busy. You're going to do karate now. I did learn that um, when I went to Rutgers Sports Camp, uh-huh. there's only one thing that I remember from that entire thing. Uh-huh. How to lie to a bunch of new people to try and fit in immediately. Oh, yeah. Useful and skill. that pepper uh-huh. makes a burger a hell of a lot better. That's true. Pepper we, does make a burger. Good. I mean, it was in excess. We used to take the cafeteria-style burgers that... Uh-huh. Just... You can tell how old they are from just looking at the bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, those have been freeze-dried for a while. Exactly. And we would take it off, put a bunch of ketchup on, and uh, then take, like, literally five or six of those pepper packets that you get at, like, Burger King or McDonald's, and just put it on the burger. Jesus. That's but a it lot would of make pepper. It ta- but it would make it taste so good. Well, you know, different strokes, I guess, True. right? Man, that's a I I'd put like two two pepper packets on, two maybe a salt packet, yeah, maybe a little uh, ketchup mixed with mayonnaise, make some special sauce. Excuse me, it's called slob sauce. Brought to you by the Fat Check. It's not slob sauce. It's special sauce from Step Brothers. That's not really Okay, no, it's not special mayo. sauce. It's fancy sauce. Fancy sauce, yes. And it is ketchup and mayo. Yes, special sauce is more like Thousand Island. R- well, right, right, right. You're t- talking like In-N-Out sauce. Or, or, or the, the special sauce from Burger King. I mean, uh, from McDonald's for the Big Mac. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in the song. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't pay attention to marketing gimmicks. I love marketing gimmicks. It, it keeps okay. you fresh. I like them for a moment, and then, I'm real, and then I realize, like, oh, they're just trying to manipulate me in some way. So I get disdainful of them. Okay, the whole fight club thing where it's... No, it's not a fight club thing. It's more just, like, I don't like them having that kind of authority. I don't want them program programming me to micro sense. Whoa, whoa. Like Vegas has a scent. No, 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 has no. A, yes, Vegas has a signature scent. Back up. You're telling me, no, it's not a Fight Club thing. I just don't want anybody to control me like that. That's exactly a Fight the, Club thing. No, it's... It absolutely <sighs> is. I didn't it's, like it's that the movie whole all that much. Line where he goes, your life is about living in fear, about people that are trying to sell you things that you don't need and working jobs You know, you don't have to work. I saw that when I was a lot younger and actually never, like, understood it. It's rough. It's Watch what it I, again. Uh, yeah. It's what I... Uh, I learned the same thing from economics class. Just don't trust anybody, and if you see a graph, assume they're bullshitting you. I mean, it's a little better with Ed Norton and Brad Pitt. And what's I don't face? know. Dalstead um, was cool. The, the girl from Harry Potter, the English lady. Hermione Granger. No. like she, I think it's like <laughs> Helen... Hunt. No. She's sexy, though. English, black hair, very pale. Oh. In the later Harry Potters, plays uh, the really evil lady. Whoa. It's like a three-part uh, name, I think. Ha- Catherine Zeta-Jones? No, but it starts with Helen. Helen? Helen Bottom? Hel- Helen Bottom Helen, Carter? Helen, uh, Helena, Helena? Helen Carter Bottom? 
No, Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah, it, Helena or Hel... Yeah, Helena. I don't know. You have the internet in front of you. <sighs> You're supposed to be fact-checking. Man. B-A... Oh, that was caps. I think it's, it is Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. With the A. Yep, Helena Bonham Carter. She is great in that movie. Especially during all of the um, oh. the AA type meetings. Oh yes, I remember that. <laughs> this is Bob. Bob has bitch tits. <laughs> oh, dude, what do you think about her? Oh goodness! All right, let me let me, let me give a little a little explanation of what Joe is showing you right now. Please do. All right, so. We'll start with female Caucasian, semi-nude to nude, <laughs> uh, fair skin, black pumps, freckles on the cheeks, laying down freckles on the cheeks, radiant brown eyes. Look at those eyes; they're they're entrancing. Are you sure they're not blue? They look blue from here. Dude, get in, get in there. All right, they're hold entrancing. on. I gotta leave the mic for a minute. They're oh, entrancing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. those shit brown eyes that just get you. I know. <laughs> they look like a muddied pool. <laughs> so then we got brunette with light brunette highlights. Tattoos down both arms and one slightly showing at the hip. Yeah. What? Solid. I'd say small, small, mid to small C's. Yes. Yeah. I'd say Probably like a 30, so. 34 C. With, um, with um, pink balls. Pink balls. Looking closer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting there. Okay. Uh, salami nips. <laughs> so far, it's been pretty PG up to this point. Uh, yeah. Salami nips. <laughs> and then neon orange bars through said areola. They're pink. They look orange. They're pink. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, they are pink. <laughs> But she is lovely. I know, right? And I, she has the H tattooed there because her name's Haley Lay. Like that's her real name. Of course not. Are you kidding? All right. Are we still picking up audio? Yeah. We're still going. I thought it... Weird. Would you get a... I thought it was flashing for a moment, but I think it was just a cord passing front in front of the light. Okay. It made uh-huh. me goof out but we're going we're we still got uh 1057 yeah that's what i figured that's what we're this might be one of those casts that need to be cut in two for a uh small trip to the or oh yeah oh yeah are you thinking right now no okay okay good 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 man we'll we'll go another solid 20 minutes oh yeah yeah but you need to drink more beer dude i'm going at it i'm going at it uh from the uh Cerveceria del uh, Spanish word for Pacific. <laughs> um, we have uh, the Spanish word for Pacific, Clara, uh, from Mazatlan, Mexico. Dude, Mazatlan is a good time. Is that on the east or the west coast? It's on the west coast. That's it's, what I thought. Yep, it's uh, down south. Uh, I went there once, once or twice trying to remember what it, it was just it was okay it wasn't anything special it was just sort of another yeah. port port city um 
but I always really like Puerto Vallarta. You know, oh, that, Puerto Vallarta is gorgeous. It's just a little sort of like a bandito town, but there's no, it's like no crime. It's a little jungly. I, lo- I like it is a little say bandito because I, I know I always imagine uh, like ivy on everything. Yes, like that jungle ivy, so yes. it's dark green. Yes, and then you get up into the mountainsides, and there's all the tequilerias, mm-hmm. and then there, dude. I, we never went up; we always went down. Oh, uh, this this was this last time was the first time because I was twenty one. Yeah. So we got to go. I got to go with my dad to the oh, tequila this was factories. Your, uh, your recent uh, visit. I haven't, yeah, I haven't this, talked to you about this. This last summer, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard a whole lot about that one. Really? Well, yeah. It was just sort of like it was a weird kind of thing. Like I didn't even know it was coming. So I yeah, just yeah, I remember that. Went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. I was, it was like okay, cool. But um, yeah, no, it was great. Uh, we got to stay in the. It was a pretty cool hotel. It was uh, um. Uh, five diamond award winner and it was yeah and it was like two years old but we got to go there on the like hilton points two years and five diamond yeah through hilton uh it's not owned by hilton but yes like we got like somehow got a deal on it do you know i mean sorry this is this is where this is knowledge that i'll never get to use again because i'm never gonna have enough money so i could actually get into it (laughs) My parents were big into timeshares. I hope I get them when I die. Love you guys. <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> Give me your timeshares. Massanut and Palm Desert and Orlando. <laughs> and upstate New York. <laughs> oh. I, I will go broke paying the dues just so I can use those weeks. Really? Oh, yeah. But uh, That's back awesome. to what I was saying. Um, do you know if... Is Hilton through their own points program, or do they do Interville International or RCI? They do H Hilton Honors. So it's Hilton Honors. Yeah. Okay, so it's run through them. Um, yeah, but it's like part. It is part of a larger thing. I think their over thing is like stars or something like that. Oh, that's Interville. That's Interville International. Is that? Yeah, I believe. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, uh, when we release this, feel free to comment. Yeah, let us know how that works. Always good to be told that I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm never wrong. (laughs) Did I say that? But this Uh, last time, like, we rented a VW and then drove up into the hillside just outside of Puerto Vallarta on the way uh, inland. And uh, they had a couple of tequilerias right off the side of the mountain roads. And... um, they would show you like the whole process of how they go through it and mash it and stuff, and then they'd like get you'd get to the end and they'd have all these different types of tequila, and they're like, "Oh, here, taste this and this," and you're like, "Holy fuck!" And like I was having even some tourista, you know, stomach issues, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Another shot?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like I kept taking them, but they were great. Like, and we ended up going away with um, we didn't get a bottle of tequila, which I was like, kind of sad about. Cause they had. Imagine yourself in twenty, thirty years. However, your parent, how old your parents are, they'll be. Would you get dead. the bottle of tequila? The wine, sure, absolutely. The tequila. Yes, I. Well, if it were me, twenty, thirty years from now, yes, I'd get the tequila. But in their position. No, they they just don't drink tequila. Right. But we got the liqueur. You're gonna open that bottle, Jerry, and you're never gonna finish it. It's just gonna sit there. <laughs> and it's gonna smell. I didn't mm. like it anyway. And you're going to just get drunk from it. 
By the way, Bro. your dad's name is Jerry on this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. S- sounds good. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Jerry and Danya went, <laughs> went to the... <laughs> Jerry and Danya. So, no, no, no. We went to the uh, place and we got the uh, uh, coffee flavored look tequila liqueur okay yeah. which is really good and then uh we got to taste a couple other ones that were you know like and, and then they had different ages so you got to taste the different ages hold on let's talk about the coffee bean tequila yes for a minute yes now it's all gone now oh, oh yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt it, it sounds it's actually delicious. Quite delicious it is now is that sort of like a it tastes like putting coffee beans in sambuca or a complete like half and half tequila Bailey's. Um, more like tequila Bailey's, yeah. but but it's um, not super creamy. Okay. It's like dark. It's almost syrupy. Really. Yeah, it's like really uh, a I guess dark like it color. Gets that um, that kind of like shellacky look from the beans. Yeah, and also okay. from the a lot of the agave because that's a very sweet True. plant, so you're gonna get a little more, and it's gonna be just concentrated. Related to the cactus family. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, blue agave is the one of the only things you can make tequila from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's cactus. agave, and then there's blue agave. Right. Yeah. But in, but you can make liquor about just about out of anything. Anything with sugar. There's one form that you can make out of detergent. Kids, that's Gross. called meth. That's not, even, not, that's not, not booze. That's not you, booze. You're brewing it. I guess. That's true, but that's gross. Don't do meth. If anybody tries to tell you that alcohol isn't a drug... Alcohol's a drug. You're out your goddamn mind. Everything's a drug. That's a whole other story that we will get to. Well, I mean, keep, most keep, things keep it are happy. drugs. Keep it fluffy. It's the, it's, it's a shotgun letter podcast. Yeah, but it's the after hours beer show. Yeah, cheers so on that. So we can get Rizzle. <sighs> For those of you who don't speak Ebonics, Rizzle means real. Yes, that, that, <laughs> that is rap for real. <laughs> that is Oakland Street for real. So you had this awesome sounding... Coffee bean, coffee liqueur, mm. tequila. Yes. But then you're also talking about the uh, different ages. Yes, they had different ages. They had three three or four different types. So going from the like straight up... Three and eight and a 15? Something like that? Uh, yeah, they had... Well, they had white, which is none, no time in right. a cask. Um, and that was, you know, that'll make you dance your pants off. Uh, and then you get the... I hear it's impossible to get any hangover from from uh, white tequila. I have no idea. Tequila blanca. That, seem, that seems dangerous to try. You're definitely going to end up in some kind of a confrontation. Some be- well, that's where the whole tequila story comes from. It's You either have a story about tequila or you love tequila. <laughs> it's either... Like, oh, yeah, tequila's great. Uh, or tequila takes me on adventures, so I go with you, them wherever. No, you never hear that. No? it's all. It always has a bad connotation or like, yeah, I drink tequila. See, I'll only drink... Tequila only turns out good for me when it's in a margarita. 
fair. Yeah. That's the only time tequila turns out well for me. Right. So you so you're the kind of man that would do a, a, a tequila and water. Or a soda back. Um and by soda, I don't mean Coca-Cola for all you pussies out there. I mean seltzer. No. Real no. man's choice. <laughs> seltzer. Seltzer Putting water. Putting bubbles up your nose like so it makes man. the alcohol even worse. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, champagne is supposed to get you drunk faster because of the carbonation in it. Yes. The bubbles. But it also says that... Uh, real champagne will never give you a hangover. Well, yeah, of course. I I, I should say sparkling wine will get you fucked sparkling up and wine. make you hurt. Yes. <laughs> champagne. 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 It's almost like the 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 GNE is is a afterthought. It's champagne. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, the I, I learned like a long time ago. Forehead on the way down to the ground. <laughs> I learned a long time ago in in uh, choir uh, that in order to have a, a even passable French accent, you have to do the pouty baby lips to make this words. True. Champagne. Champagne. You do the pouty baby lips and you sound so French. See, I was always taught that it was the uh, the corners of your mouth. Ah. Uh. Feel like uh, you've put. A hook just resting on the edge, not uh-huh. like a fish hook, but just resting on the edge with right. a little bit of weight. Yeah, it's just and kind of down bring it down at the slow angle to yeah. the uh, points of your jaw. I got you. So it's aha. Uh-huh. It, the, yeah, there's not very much. Uh, it's just to sort your of loose. Is is up and down, but it's very, very, very. It, it helps with the R. Yeah, it does help with the R very much. I love the French R. Very much. Too bad there's not a French R in tequila. That'd be awesome. No. Tequila. No, that doesn't work. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to make it try. But, um... Oh, actually. Yes. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, it was the white then they had mm. a sim a darker one that was eight months and then they had a three years and then i think they had a five year yeah i do i do remember they have a, a different scale yeah um oh remind me to show you yes um there is a great show out there called uh three sheets mm-hmm. it was the precursor show to drinking made easy it was on the wgn network yeah and it was only like it was done during the day at like 2.30 to 3.30 they'd show two episodes because it was never it wasn't on the air for like five seasons oh really yeah and it was 12 episode seasons so not really intensive yeah yeah just kind of a small but it was show. like a, a walking video podcast of going to different places and either pairing that with like their their common drink, like something that comes from there. So uh-huh. obviously, if you went to France, you would go to Champagne Country. Oh yeah, Champagne. Sure, sure. But then you go to Germany, you do the beer thing. You go to Ireland, you do the beer thing. You go to England, you do the beer thing. It was a lot of beer. Yeah, I mean, you can go to. I'd say if you went to Ireland, you could also try some of the whiskey. Yes, and, and yeah, the, and there were do the whiskeys in Scotland too. Yeah. Oh, Scotch. Scott, yes. Um, yes. But as I was saying. I want to go back to Scotland. They did do one episode where they uh, they got his buddy to come with him, 
mm-hmm. who we actually does drinking made easy with. Oh. Um, and they did one episode in Kentucky. And they actually did a down-home version of Three Sheets, which was pretty pretty awesome. So they did, like, bourbons, or? Yes. Nice. That's where I learned my uh, Irish-American. Irish-American? Mm-hmm. An yeah. Irish-American is basically an Irish carbon, but instead of uh, Guinness, uh-huh. you use Budweiser. Oh, okay. And instead of Jameson... You use you can use Jack or if you want to really bump it up, you do a like a a local local bourbon. Very nice. It's actually pretty fucking good. So, in the past couple minutes, you've made me think of two um, two goals that I have now. All right. Again, a go back to Scotland. And drink some fucking some scotch from the Edinburgh distillery, and and go up to Inverness, mm. and uh, oh, just drive through that country again. And and uh, the the other thing uh, that I need to do is go to the Kentucky Derby with a good business partner and to, and and ride the Bourbon Trail. This was up. I'm the business partner. <laughs> That's me. We're spelling it out for you. <laughs> Excuse me. Four points <gasps> international. That was unladylike of me. I'm sorry. Uh, it's right. I, I let you down, Joe. Uh, I don't care at this point. I've been beaten so raw, so poorly. Here's I wonder. You wonder if you can open a beer bottle with a beer bottle? Yes. That seems like the it's ultimate, break ultimate alcoholic trick. We'll see if it works. <coughs> nope, not at all. I, I ricocheted the bottle oh. about two feet away from me. Oh. And, and I actually accidentally hit the uh, the empty bottle instead. Oh, I thought I thought you hit yourself in the gentleman sausage. Oh, oh, the 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 lady bits. <laughs> yeah, the lady parts. Nice snag. That was that, a beautiful throw. That was Kobe. If only we were recording video that we could release separately. Uh, for more content. Or put it up on Ustream so people could watch us be fools live. Ustream isn't the thing anymore. It's Twitch. Twitch? Yeah, Twitch is the big thing right now. Interesting. I. Yeah, they're the ones that are actually uh, mm. running the... Um, I think it was Twitch Plays Pokemon. Uh-huh. Where... Everybody's like, I think it's like a room kind of thing where you have the screen in front of you, and then there's a key log on the right hand side, yeah, of everybody that logs in stuff. And they have thousands of people inside the room, uh-huh. and it has a decision engine where you can either post a, a, a button command for Pokemon, they're doing it by button command. Okay. Yeah. It's a long process. And you can either vote for a button command or you can press anarchy and go with the lowest rated command (laughs) and just fuck with people. They actually beat Pokemon Red. Really? They beat Pokemon Red and they've actually, uh, this was recent, and now they're moving on to Pokemon Crystal. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. It's like thousands of people that are playing this one game together. That's, uh, 
See, that's it's like a, the new that's chat an amazing thing. That's an amazing thing that the internet has done, in, in my opinion, is it's brought people together and it's allowed for this uh, co-mingling of ideas, this... this uh, Everybody works on the same issues together, and the people with who ha- uh, think about these issues can group up together, right? Yeah. So before that, the amazing things that we had to, you know, old-fashioned crowdsourcing, as it were, yeah. because you can get anything done if you throw enough humans at it. It'll True. just get done. So before the internet, the only way we had of truly atre- achieving great things was slavery. Whoa! Dude, All right, yeah, about, no, you're think right about the pyramids. You're right. I know where you're going, but do you want to go there, dude? Sure. All right. All right. Think about the pyramids. Buckle you up, ladies enough, and gentlemen. It's going to be a bumpy ride. You throw enough human death and in, in, in suffering at, at at the pyramids. Look sure. at that. Beautiful. I'm not blowing anything out, am I? No, you're fine. All right. Um, as far as I can tell, <laughs> can you hear me at, at this volume? Oh yeah, you're fine. Cool. Um. But that's just all I'm saying is that it's an amazing w- what we can accomplish with enough people True. these days. And and it's all because people want to apply their minds to those issues. Or they have it in their head in a way where they feel like they're being, like they don't have a decision. But like they, they, don't, they don't have a choice. It's kind of like the absentee the vote. Yeah, well, sure, yeah. Yeah. But they're they're just so, just thrown by a marketing pitch where they're like, "Oh, this is a benevolent thing." No, it's not. But you're just stupid. So right, <laughs> this is not going to help you in the long run. Which is the greatest demographic to try and pull in whenever you're trying to market an idea. The lowest common denominator. Well, no, the people gullible people, because <laughs> there are a bunch out there. There's got oh, to be. I could say some. Things. Gullible people are hilarious to me. No. <laughs> you want to hear a weird... T- I, w- I want to get your opinion on this story. Is, is that can full or empty? Empty. No cope for you. Oh, toss me my jacket if you could reach. All right, I'll step away. Oh, thank- okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was light bulbs. Oh, whatever. It was close. That was close. That was <laughs> light bulbs that I just stepped on. Light bulbs are cheap. But they were in the cardboard package. All right, so I'm working. I'm working the shack today, uh-huh. and I have uh, two kids calling. Uh-huh. Got kid says I'm gonna place a pickup order. He goes, it starts off pretty well. He makes right. a pretty big order, so I'm already kind of hating him a little bit. <laughs> oh goodness, but it's doable, and uh, he makes probably about a forty dollar order. Uh-huh. So there's probably about. Five or six items on his check. Uh-huh. Um, he goes, all right, and that's going to be cash. And I was about to tell him, all right, that's going to be about a half an hour. I have a, bu- I have a lot of stuff to do. We're very busy tonight. Right. Um, and then he goes, oh, I'm going to pass it, pass this to my friend, and uh, he's going to place a pickup order, and it's going to be on his card. Well, uh, there's a thing with that. Uh-huh. It's not the most responsible thing to do as a business uh-huh. to do a car, uh, a prepaid pickup, unless it's through a system that can verify your card is correct. Right. Because then all of a sudden people start assuming that 
um, you are are a consistent customer and you can use that card as much as possible. Nobody will raise a, a, a blind eye to it. Uh-huh. So it's policy that if they do a pickup with a card, I have to see the card. Oh, okay. I just have to, I just have to physically see the card see and that see that the, yeah. it is in their name yeah. or it is in a related name. Right. Anything familial is fine. Right. Just so that just uh, uh, it, nobody was negligent on our part uh-huh. trying to be safe. Right. And so I tell them, all right, well, I can't take a card. I can do a delivery, though, because uh-huh. the liability isn't there anymore. Right. Because you're you're assuming that that is there because it's it's purely a voice to voice kind of thing. There's no face to face contact except for exchanging at the door. Right, exchange of goods and services. So he's only like three blocks away. Uh huh. And so I felt for him a little bit. So he was like, "All right, fine, screw it. I'll I'll do a delivery." So he does that, and during my switch, uh, during shift transition. He comes in, and he starts putting on an act, being all tough, being like, "Really, what the hell is going on?" Like, this is like I I know people that work here, blah 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 blah. That's that's ridiculous. And I had to walk up there. I was like, "Do you have the card with you?" Yeah. And he goes, "No." <laughs> the policy is I need to see the card to give you food in the store. Right. I can send a driver and take food to you. That's a dollar fifty delivery charge. That's how I can do it. Right. Uh, but I was dealing with some other issues. So once that was, he was like, "All right, fine, fine, fine." So I had to go take a couple calls in the back. Yeah. And the kid that comes in behind me, who's, uh, to be honest, saving my ass. Yeah. Because I was all by myself. Uh-huh. Um, didn't really understand because he was tired as fuck because we're short staffed all week. Like, I'm crazy right now. It's, I'm subdued because of this uh, <laughs> Spanish word for Pacific, cerveza. Uh, <laughs> and he just does the pickup order, makes the delivery a pickup order, uh-huh. and uh, gives him the food. Doesn't do the delivery. Yeah. And I was like, I, I had to explain the whole thing to him. And I was like, well, hopefully we don't get fucked. I, I absolutely believe him that that's his card and that's, or it's a familial card. Right. But, but that's it, the only that, way it's, you can it's do liability. It. Yeah. I, I, you don't want to take that chance. Yeah. You really just don't want to. And then when it came to closing out orders at the end of the night and doing a, a checkout before he moved on to his late night, uh-huh. I was like, Dude, you can switch around whatever you want with that. It, the easiest way was the way that I told him I was going to do it, and you made it a lot more difficult than it was going to be. Yeah. So you take care of it. <laughs> because you can't take an order and just switch it over, so it was still right. there as a delivery. Right. It's ridiculous, but... That's it's ridiculous. It was one of those things where... If you actually try and uphold the rules, uh-huh. especially in this town, uh-huh. people like business rules, they'll you. just look at you weird and be like, really? You're playing it by the book, huh? Well, I mean, that's just how you, that's business. That's good business. 
Well, if it, you it, always go by the book and give no exceptions, then it, you, nobody can. You're you're unref, irrefutable. Well, no, it's safe. Right. You can improve a business by being more colloquial and being like that. Yeah, and 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 creating community, but only for those who are already established in the community. Not you don't give newcomers sure privilege. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> you earn your stay. Right. Yeah, you become a loyal customer. Or they do something that's just really awesome. Right. If they're super cool. Yeah, I had a uh, a phone call come in today from uh, six oh nine area code. Oh, okay. Which is. Yours. My home, my home area, uh, New Jersey, and uh, I go through their whole order. They're saying that the uh, the um, the the uh, oh, how would I say this? The uh, great or 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 the the top. The top what? Top West Moving Hotel. Top West Moving Hotel. Yeah. What is that? Best Western. Fuck off. <laughs> they're trying to not say are the we, name. Are we I'm, being coy? Because they're they're staying there. I didn't want to be like, oh, it's. They're staying there right now. They have a six oh nine area code. They're. Oh uh, oh. Yeah. oh. Too much we don't know their name. Too much information. I do. I was going to say it. Don't say it. <laughs> All right. I won't say it. <laughs> so she makes her order. She gets uh, a Buffalo Philly and two Fitz, Fitball Sonics. Uh-huh. I really hoped. I, I was wishing that she got a chicken parm because that would just be perfect New Jersey. Yeah. That would be impressive. But at the end of the order, I was like, so I have to ask because uh, I had to clear it at the beginning because... Even though I'll say Fat Jack Fort Collins, if they have like a three hundred three area code for Boulder or right. a six hundred nine for Jersey, right, I'll you still have ask to you like, check. which store are you trying to call? Right. Um, but it, uh, but she was actually here because she was at the Best Western. <laughs> the West Western. West Western. That's <laughs> that's what I should have done. The West, something that rhymes with West Western. Yeah. Uh. But at the end of it, I was like, sorry, I have to ask, where are you from in Jersey? She goes, oh, we're South Jersey, but um, our daughter's coming here for CSU. I was like, hell yeah. But the weird part was, I didn't go like, oh, what is she here for? Nope. I was like, I I almost had it come out of my mouth. Can I give you my mom's number? You guys should (laughs) talk. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Like give just her somebody just to, to help talk to about CSU so she doesn't have to call me. Love you, mom. Right. Yeah. That would be delightful. What uh what how far along are we? We are at thirty nine minutes. I believe it's time for a trip to the OR. Alrighty. At least not the uh the pissoir. We uh, the pissoir? Pissoir. Alrighty, well, we shall adjourn for this commercial break from our sponsors. It's time to go scrub up. Alrighty. Left. There you go. Moving in a little bit. Uh, kind of. Moving right, on right, up I to the to... side. Okay. okay. Yeah, so we're back from uh Are we already break. on? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Why not? 
Man, you know, you're killing me. Small. I'm not. I'm not set up. Dude. I have to get a little close because I'm gonna be a little more demure. It is of the. Sure. It is of the late hour. I can understand that. These uh, right. sock pop filters are uh, really starting to piss me off. Well, yeah, I was thinking about like um, cutting them on the top, and then just so that they're just like a sleeve. Yeah, that might be a good idea, especially because they're the just the the lonely socks, the partners of those that were um, sacrificed to the Almighty Sock God of the Dryer. But they're both the same sock. No, they're not. This one's a redhead. This one is a Hanes. Yep. Oh. God forbid you wear two white tube socks of different brands. Can't do it. Fuck off. It's weird. Why? I don't know. I can't do it. Like, you I'll can't, do it in a You pinch. can't wear white and black socks? No. no really? No, no, no. Oh, I'll, I'll do that almost immediately if they're both clean. Nope. Can't do it. Gotta do my laundry. Fair enough. <laughs> um, it's keeping me going. Exactly. <laughs> it's almost the the mantle that we're sitting next to is almost a remnant of things past. Right. Because there's past beer events. pong cups. Yep. There's a almost empty bottle of uh, Kikoman. Right. Pepto Biz. Yep. Energy Fizz drinks. Yep. Rolling yep. Rock. <laughs> yeah. And the well, since For, I said Rolling Rock, placed. Pacifico and the two bottles left of the twelve pack. Yes. Exactly. Dude, did you hear that the um, Pope make awesome pants? You know, the new one that's super cool? I heard he said... Uh, uh, fuck. Did he say fuck? He said fuck. I would have thought it would have been was, like... Well, it, was an, it was an Italian, but he said it was awesome because he, he doesn't speak... It, he's from Argentina, so he okay. doesn't speak Italian yeah, yeah, yeah. natively. So he's trying to say something in this case, but caso and cazzo... Are very similar, and cazzo yeah. means fuck, and caso means case. Really? Yeah. So he said, like, well, in this fuck, we need to get. Everybody's <laughs> like, holy shit, we get to swear now. You know, the, not really, but like that would be awesome. Just like, oh fuck, we get to let loose all of a sudden. <laughs> well, hold on for a second. If the Pope, uh huh, says a curse word, okay, the Pope is infallible, right? So by him saying a cuss word, yeah, he is basically saying that it's not a sin to say curse words. Well, and you can't say it was an accident because he's infallible, right? Even though it was probably just he like is a, a descendant of God, and so anything that he does <clears throat> is a word of God. I, so I, think the Vaticanites. I see if you're if you're gonna be that fundamentalist about it, I don't think there's any way out of it. Then yeah, you know, just like when he said, though it was not the Vatican's opinion that uh, gay people are fine. Mm. <laughs> you know, true. <clears throat> they all freaked out about that too, though. That was funny, but yeah, dude, we should ride. At least the Tevis Cup, probably to California. From here. oh yeah, that'll get done. We should ride. F- yeah, yep. Trust me, there there will definitely be a point in my life where I'll be like, yeah, I could disappear for a year or two. Oh, not even just like sixteen weeks. 
You want to push through it? Well, no, that would give us like three weeks for rest. Well, right, I'm saying just blow every like, dude. We I don't think probably we about winter on the high plains, man. Every mm, yeah, you'd have to plan it. Right. True. So would you say sixteen weeks, four months? Yeah, six months, sure. Yeah, I'd say like leave in late spring, get there in early fall ish. Yeah. And yeah, I, if you find and, and the best bet would be to go up through Idaho through the you know, that way we'd follow the water and then down drop down through Oregon, down off the Klamath and then south. Yeah. That would be cool, man. That is a plan for Could a rainy that. day. Yep. I can't wait. I think it's called graduation. Mm, <laughs> well, maybe. Well, yeah. If, if it just doesn't work out here, depends on how desperate we'll we are at that point. Right. Right. It depends on you know anything to be like, hey, <laughs> this is my name. <laughs> Hello, this is a Hello World. So if you want to, if you know our names, tweet us at underline. Shotgun rider underline. That was a horrible segue. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, get a hold of us so that we know that we're just not talking to ourselves. (laughs) You can also email us at tj at fourpointstraining.com as well as joe at fourpointstraining.com. Send me and stuff and things. And once again, on this mic is TJ Moran. And Joe McDonald. And we're bringing you the Shotgun Rider podcast, the late night edition. Yep. The, These uh, are going to be coming out probably sheets. once or twice a week just to Something like break that. up the monotony of the big show. Yeah, and and your week, you know, yeah. and ours. We get all lubed up and talk to you. Hey. What? You know what day it is? Wednesday. Hump day. <laughs> Dude, that's like the new what's up. It's true. It, it's the new old reference. Yeah. I I don't know. What's up? I could still rock what's up. Yeah, but you feel self-conscious about it. Well. This is a 90s kids conversation. I mean. <laughs> if you remember what's up, you were definitely a 90s kid. Me. If you remember what pencils and tapes have in common... Why they go together? You might be a '90s kid. <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Did you see? Uh, I think it was about a month or two ago. Uh-huh. there was an original copy of Mario '64, but like a special edition. Really? That was gonna go. F- uh, was bid on for a hundred thousand dollars. That's impressive. Beating out the next bid by I think like fifteen hundred dollars. Wow. Um. And the cartridge, was, like the label on the cartridge, uh-huh. was just a piece of shit. It was completely bleached out. Really? It was, it, you it can was just, just barely read out Mar- uh, Mario. And somebody in pencil had written Mario on like the shredded paper tape thing. Really? Yeah. Wow. And that went for 100 grand? Was bid on for $100,000. Bid on. Did not sell? When it sold... The kid that actually bid on it was like, no, that was like a joke. I, I, I don't have that much money. What the right. fuck? Right. And so it didn't sell. And so they had to have a new 
auctioned for it. I don't know how much how much it went for then. Oh shit. That's rude, sir. I'm sorry. My volume was up. I wanted to show you though. Uh well okay. When uh so <laughs> there's a video on break.com about how videos, huh? <laughs> how not to jump on a horse. And uh it looks pretty funny cuz well there's this arena that uh, looks pretty neat, actually. It kind of looks like a green room, greenhouse or something, but it's uh, white. So, yeah, I mean, it might be a cloudy day. And there's a fat white horse standing in the middle of the frame of this uh, video. And this guy's going to try and run up from behind and jump over this horse's croup. And this horse just comes, like, cocks back and kicks him right square in the. Uh, solar plexus if you're a wrestler uh, that's pretty fun it's pretty entertaining because um, that's just not how you want to jump on you know that's just not how you want to approach a horse well it, yeah if if you've ever ridden a horse before you'd know that yeah exactly <laughs> so dude check check out this video it you know what like I, like I said again it's entitled it's always a small white how, pony. Oh, how not to jump on a horse. It's, it's, it's actually the painted one. Oh, okay. Wham! Oh, <laughs> he, he God. Knocked out. Well, he got kicked in the solar plexus, as we see in slow well, motion he here, frame by frame. He got hawk. He didn't get... There was no hook. Nope, nope, nope. And crack. That hoof is coming up. Oh, God. Yep. Yep. That's nuts. Yep. Oh. So don't do that. Yeah, don't do that at all. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, do you mind if I have the headphones for a second? I just want to oh, yeah. see how I sound. Absolutely. I've always wanted to hear myself when I have that natural rasp. When you have the natural rasp? Yeah. Yes. That's always a good feeling. You know, I'm just talking about, oh, that sounds good. Doesn't it? It takes a lot of the nas nasaliness out of everything. That's that's what happens when you drop the highs. And it it it, it helps my uh, my subtle lisp a little bit. Your subtle lisp? You don't have a lisp. No, I I, I get really I get really tight mouth sometimes, and so oh. all of a sudden it starts talking like this, and it's it, it, sure that was exaggerated, but yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're running down the, to the penultimate uh, bottle of yeah, Tolfac to the late part of the evening here. Mm -hmm. We're, uh, you know, wee hours of the morning in here at the uh, ice station, zebra compound, whatever you want to call it, next to the fireplace that hasn't held a fire in several weeks. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't think we're going to get much snow socking us in for the rest of the year here in Fort Collins, Colorado. No. I, I think, think we're going to get an occasional dusting, but... I don't think we'll get more than eight more inches up here. You, you th Eight? Yeah. I think that's pushing it. Fuck. Well, that means that hay prices aren't really going to be coming down that much this year. We're already in March, dude. I know. March, April, it's May! Yeah. 
I think April's when my fancy saddle's coming in. I'm so I'm April man. just as excited as you are. <laughs> yes. For that saddle to come in. Yes, that'll be a good time. We'll get we'll get some uh, grade A videos done with that equipment. It's gonna look awesome. Oh my goodness! Imagine just uh, taking a couple bong rips and just looking at it. <laughs> I look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> just folding like up the up up the flat. Uh, well, no, you don't have a flat. Just bringing the stirrup up and just looking at all the rigging under oh, it and just yeah. how it lays on it sh- on itself. Yeah, I'm gonna just look at the stamping and the carving and the leather even. I mean, and drool on my. For conscience. explanation's sake, what are you getting? So it's gonna it's a phallus balance ride. It's gonna be made by uh, John Phallus, the son of Slim Phallus, who was the one who helped Monty Foreman design the balance ride saddle back in the forties and fifties. Um, and they've been making constant improvements ever since to it. But but it's it's a pretty cool saddle. You got got real nice and close and firs in the on that one. I did. Really talking lovingly about it. That was lovingly. I shouldn't slur my words as much. Talked lovingly about it. Lovingly. Well, it's uh, it, it, I I can't get too excited. Otherwise, it's just gonna make the next couple months go super slow. Oh yeah, sure. So so I, you know, it's like Christmas. If you don't think about it for a while, then it comes a lot faster. How'd you, how'd you make the decision on that? Well, uh, I was gonna get um a trailer from my friend, but. Uh, she, you know, it pulled out and just didn't work out. So uh, we, I just took the extra money I was saving up and decided to finally pull the trigger on it because I figured, why not? Nice. You know, it, I mean, uh, it's funny how how weak a person. I mean, not to say you're no, weak. No, 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 no. How I weak understand. a person can get when a, when a deal falls through and then they have money, right? Because the yeah. expectations of that deal going through, the optimism. Yeah, some of the best best purchases are made that way. You're yeah. Like, oh, that's not available. Right. Uh, okay. Well, I'll get this. It was kind of just like the next thing on my list too. True. You know, so I was like, okay, you know, but <laughs> one or the other. True. Um, I need to find a place to store my fence panels because they're in my trailer right now. Oh yeah. Oh shit! All those from the, your last place where yep. you had a little bit of land. The round pen, the round pen, yeah. God, I miss oh. that place. Me too. I think your friends in total miss miss that place more than you do. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I don't know. Those Chance loved that place. Jackson loved that place. It's true. How many times was did you just walk out in there and Jim was just rocking, peeling away on that guitar in the middle of the barn? Yeah. That place was amazing. It was a good place. All the auto stuff that we did, all, all the oil the truck, changes. Truck, all, you know, yeah, all the riding we did out there. True. All the sunsets you could watch over the Rocky Mountain front range just turned pink. The couch in the back of the broken down truck. Yeah. Out it was the classic. Back, the back field, yeah. It was a good place to be, that's for sure. A lot of music was written there. Uh, you know, it was sort of a uh, uh, urban cowboy's paradise. <laughs> it was. It really was. I would say it was close enough so that you could get to town, but far enough away where you could ride your ponies. Yeah, I mean, 
be perfectly honest, it was a little far out of town. You think? Oh, yeah. I never felt that way. It was pretty easy. I mean, I consider myself center of town. Oh, okay. Like, I'm only just a mile away from the center of CSU University. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, Probably about a mile and a half yeah. if you want to include all the way in from the edge. It's not right. that wide. Right. It's really not that big to hold 25,000 kids. It, I thought it was 30,000. It's getting there. That's why all the uh, all those apartment everything. complexes are coming up. Yeah. Fort Collins, Colorado is about to be one big place. No, not big. Congested place. Congested, yeah. There's a lot of it's people gonna coming It's going to be here. like Los Angeles. Dude, we should get a buy real estate now and and put houses on it and rent them out to college students. It's going to be tough in this town. Like it, you think, you it's, think it's a gonna be fantastic idea. Cutthroat? But it oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem with this town is that in order for them for that for them to get money probably about 10 years back. Uh-huh. Starting 10 years back. They started selling out to all these development companies. Yeah, that's true. Colorado is full of development companies. There's probably like well, yeah, three that they, are really on top. Because they developed pretty much all they can of California, so they're just moving to Colorado where all the Californians are moving out of. I mean, it's happening from coast to coast. I and know, It's going right? both ways. Moving inside. It's terrible. That's why I don't think the world is going to end, because we have to overpopulate the middle of the U.S., where there's still a whole bunch of land. In Canada. Right. Uh, I see. Nah, we, nobody no. will go to Canada. Are you kidding? I would go to Canada. Canada's awesome. Like, I, like we always say, barring us who are interesting individuals, <laughs> a.k.a. crazy. There's more guns per capita in, in, in Canada than there is in the United States. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's perfect. Well, that's because there's less stringent laws. No, no. Yeah, more. absolutely. There's more stringent on the purchasing of hand, of firearms in Canada. Yeah, it is way less stringent. No, it's not. It's like Florida in the U.S. You can sell to anybody. No, no, you. It, ugh, weird. They have a very, very conservative government. Huh. Not for not for for selling. For conduct, absolutely. Hmm. The, I thought Canada, you had to have a permit for each weapon. I'm sh- I mean, I'm sure you do. I'm talking about like the entire process of getting a gun. Uh huh. It's pretty easy in the U.S. You still have seven days, seven to ten days. No. Yeah. No, At least you, in California. In California, it's fifteen days. Um, in in the New York, but in Colorado, you buy and take it home the same day same with wyoming and texas and utah and nevada but they still have regulations like i couldn't i can't buy a gun here until i get a colorado license Hmm. i thought that was just for new york and california it's new jersey as well that sucks yep uh yeah it's new york new jersey pennsylvania california and florida Illinois doesn't, or Chicago doesn't allow any concealed carry. Oh, no, I'm talking about uh, being an outside resident coming to Colorado and buying a gun. Right, but uh, Illinois has stringent enough law. It's also Illinois. Really? It carries over? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gun purchasing extradition. Fuck 
those people. Craziness, craziness. On a, on a less political note. Less political about guns. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Dude, I, there, I saw this article called 18 San Francisco Dream Houses that are doing it right. Yeah. And it says 19 on it now. That's weird. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me find the... This that one's a great view. That's from North Beach. Oh gosh. Yeah, of the Transamerica building and all that. That's that's the one building I always forget the name of. Yep, yep, the triangle one, right at the base of the Transamerica building. There's this giant onyx rock in the middle of this uh, qu- uh, sort of quadrangle, uh, and this giant black rock. It, it's entitled the Banker's Heart. Is it art or landscaping? Art. That was art. Art. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, dude, the, the, these places are just rocking. These houses. Yeah, look at that. Would, look at that. I mean, uh, I like the the some of the views, but you guys in California, you love the ranch style house. Oh yeah. You guys are stuck in the seventies. 50s. This, no, the 70s. Well, it, San Francisco is sort of stuck in the 70s, but uh, anywhere outside of it, like in the East Bay, is all stuck in the 50s. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I could see that. It's uh, it, it's um, it's weird because there's well, like it's, the it's epis- hard to not look at San Francisco as that region. Just well, be like, oh, it's San Francisco. Right. No, well, it's San Francisco, and then there's Oakland and Berkeley, and that's like the center of liberalism. Right. And then you go like into the hills, and that's all the same. Get over the other side of the hills, and it like there's like the, on the outside of the bubble is like this Christian contingent, kind of like white blood cells trying to clot <laughs> at a, at a wound. Well, let's uh, think about this. If you wanted to think about it from one angle. What movies slash television shows has Oakland been in? Mm, not even Starsky and Hutch. Maybe I can think about Police Academy when they have the riots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now, what movies is Berkeley in? Um, or TV shows? An Inconvenient Truth. <laughs> sure. That works perfectly. Right. Now, what TV shows and movies has San Francisco been in? Lots. A lot. Uh, Starsky and Hutch, my favorite. That's a good one. There's Nash Bridges. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Uh, Great movie. Yep. Uh, Sean Gunner. Something about Alcatraz. And Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yep. Yes. There, that's that's a cool part of San Francisco, too. All that, that whole north side with the Fisherman's Wharf and Chinatown and Alcatraz all through there. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's great for tourists. Well, yeah. I love the hills, the the Oakland Hills. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think mean, they have I enough flavor t- from both sides. I do too, but the, I don't know. Okay. I don't know about that because it's it's such an inter. It's like. Like, if you go to the top of the Berkeley Hills, yeah. uh, like to Grizzly Peaks, I wouldn't park there at night. No. People get shot and 
die. Because like, there's crazy white people there. It, well, yeah, and like <laughs> just people from Oakland looking for fun. Raiders fans. Okay, sure. (laughs) You know, and they're they're all right there. But you drop right into Chabot Regional Forest, and it's just the coolest. Like, you feel like you're in Jurassic Park. The flora is so huge. Well, that's the thing. Jurassic Park, during the day, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. At night? Yeah, you feel like you're gonna get raped by hillbillies. You in that take forest. it takes about three minutes for all the poop to just come right out of you, right out of the back end. Too. Right out of the back end. That's you true. Better be wearing a union suit so you got that flap That's on true. ready. Especially if you're driving through canyon in the winter time when it's like a little foggy. You feel like hobos <laughs> are gonna spike strip the road and then just like break. It. Like you're gonna be stuck there <clears throat> until you run out of gas and then your headlights are gonna die and they're gonna just break in and bumfuck you. Fucking dicier than a crap stable. Dicier than a crap stable. Double odds. Double odds. Double odds. Church house. Oh, I'm gonna bet it all on snake eyes. Oh, dude, look at that entryway. Oh, that's lovely. That's super cool. That is uh, the foyer. Yeah. Uh, so the the silver would be the front door. Uh, yeah. The the glass. It kind of looks like the uh, the entrance way to any of the Big Brother houses. Have you ever watched that yeah, show? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Where it's it's super productiony, right? Like there has to be like fifteen to thirty seven feet from the doors outside of the house between the the mudroom slash foyer. Right, sure. Foyer, foyer, as Americans say, to the front door. <laughs> Yeah. You expect a lot of company at the same time. That's true. That's very true. I I've always wanted to get like a couple good ponies and ride through like the northern edge of wine country into Mendoc- Mendocino mm. and like up the Lost Coast. Yeah. That would be the coolest ride or or even just down the Avenue of the Giants. I feel which like that's an abandoned highway. That would be pretty conducive to the ride cuz if you encounter any people they would be very willing to help or oblige to what you're doing. Right. I mean, in the the wilderness part of it. I mean, wilderness is wilderness. It's all going to have its own special yeah, I issues. Mean, you're just gonna survive. So it's it's really there. just if you come across people, and I feel like that that route would be really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, wine country is the coolest right. place ever. I, I, I mean, you don't ride a horse from New Jersey to New York and write something about it. <laughs> you know, you just don't. No, you got to take a journey. I guess. Right, you got to be in the right kind of place. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, and we—I think when we go up to Truckee, it's gonna be just the tittiest, like the tittiest, the tittiest uh, it, experience we can have, dude. Well, I'm—I think I'm gonna need a, uh, a Merriam-Webster definition of tittiest. tittiest. Well, put it like this: root of titty, obviously. Well, uh, I'll, I'll explain tittiest. Or it'd be the the plural titties. I'll I'll explain it in terms of an emotion. So you're in the car. It's hour 20. Hour 20 of a long distance drive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of a long drive. You Mm. made it through Wyoming. You made it through Salt Lake City in the dead of night. You got, you saw the lights, the neon lights in Nevada. 
and you're just hauling ass across those uh, wide open deserts and you just barely feel like the sun's going to start peeking up as you cross through this mountain pass and down below you off to the left is this river that courses through this uh, giant cut valley made from a glacier. Now is this the the final stretch or the the enjoyment before the final stretch? This is something the, that the, really pumps this, you up. This is the final stretch, buddy. Okay. This is what we're right into it and you see these lights come up and it's the agricultural stop for California. Right. And you just sort of roll you up. You get into California at hour 20, 22? Yeah, somewhere in there, yeah. Oh. It's, yeah, it's usually about hour 20, maybe 19, 18 if you're really pushing it. I get stuck because I'm going east. Hour 20, I hit Ohio. Yeah. So I got two states that are going to take 10 hours. Yeah. And you're going to New Jersey anyway. So <laughs> what the fuck are you going towards? So you're on the final stretch. You're, you're on the in, final stretch. Coming into the, uh, what was the, the cany- canyon stop. of the giants? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's down on the coast. That, w- that was the other one. So, yeah, we're coming down this, this valley here. And, and uh, you go through the stop, and they just wave at you because you got California plates. So you just keep rolling. And uh, you cut, come down, and there's all these, just these pine trees everywhere. You can't even see what's off the side of the highway because there's pine trees just, just engulfing you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you just there's a break in the trees, and you see the exit. And you take that exit and get on the roundabout, and you see the, the most welcome sight ever. It's this wooden building that says Ace Hardware mountain hardware and so, and it's just this beautiful uh giant the biggest ace hardware you've ever seen with the most ecl- eclectic inventory ever kind of like a bass bro but for ace kind of like they have everything from um uh cabin decorations like you know mountainy decorations to uh fishing knives to to rifles to um, screws to different grommets that they're looking for to um, they, they just have everything they have like specialty axes even for like made in Sweden and all that so but you can you see that you drive drive down the main drag of Truckee California and you make a right up into Don- up Donner Way Donner Pass very famous pass and yeah you pull up this r- little road and you pull off uh, onto a couple other side streets. And you see at the top of this hill the most beautiful cabin you've ever seen because it's the cabin that you're going to lay your head in after True. this long drive. And you just pull, pull your truck into the driveway, go get the key out of the hide the key, open up the door, and there's this marbled floor. And it's a big entryway with Japanese tapestries on one wall and then giant uh, um, windows that give you a full panorama of the, of the Sierra Nevada mountain range as it stretches north. And this, ca- this, this uh, kitchen has uh, all uh, the, on, like a granite foot like cut straight out of a mountain, not polished, not anything like mountain granite flooring. And, and countertops, and downstairs is all the bedrooms, and you're just, you feel amazing. So you walk downstairs, 
you take off your shirt and your pants and you hop into the hot tub, oh. drink a couple of beers, and call it, call it good night. And that's that's the way you want to finish off a California trip, the big part of the drive. You know what the best part of that is? What's that? It's a very understated part that can be appreciated in that whole situation. Yes. That moment when you're standing right in front of the door, you're unlocking the key. The sound of the key going through silence. Oh, yeah. Opening the door and you step in and it's almost stagnant air. Yeah. Like silence through stagnant air. So quiet that it's just like it's it's the best version of peace you could ever think of after you've been going through this entire journey. Yeah, and it, everything is so quiet because you're used to that roar of the highway and the engine and the tires. Absolutely. And, and it's just that like you're, that sound is that the vacancy of that sound creates an extra silence. Absolutely. And the smell that you get when you open True. that door. It's that, a whole that, experience. It wafts it, over you and you're like, destination. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it becomes almost more than the third dimension, and it transcends <laughs> more stuff. You're like, wow, this feels really right. Of course it feels right. You've yes. been up for 20 hours driving a vehicle yeah. at almost 70 to 80 miles per hour average. Uh, closer to 90. Average. 85. Average. In including in towns. I don't stop in towns. Well, no, yeah, when well, no, when you stop, you have like you have to hit gas stations that are in a town. No, they're all right off eighty. It's not all um, rest stops. All the all the gas stations are like literally right off eighty. They're they're rest stops. They're like things that you pull into, go straight to the gas station, come out. Yeah, like you don't go more than three hundred feet off the highway. I'd say at most like 900 feet. Really? Yeah. See, for me, I have to, especially once I pass probably Indiana, uh -huh. including a little bit of Indiana, uh -huh. um, most of the gas stations are going to be probably a mile, mile and a half off the highway. Really? Yeah, you have to jump into town. Wow. And they have the uh, the big like... Two three hundred foot sign that says uh, not J ski, uh, travel J J oh, flying J flying J. Thank you. Yeah, like that, or you'll see the really tall ones for uh, um, Super Eight or Motel Eight. Uh huh. Whatever. Um, but yeah, you have to you have to travel a little bit in, which I like though. Yeah, you because, get to see a little bit of the town. Well, no, not even that. Well, sure, whatever. <laughs> traveling uh -huh. it's all a speed game in my head sure but the best thing about it was you've been going like six or seven hours at least for me and my uh -huh. my my car and you have probably about four or five six minutes uh -huh. from when you're on the exit uh off the exit ramp until you get to the gas station. Right. So you have that little collection moment right before you get out of the car. 
So it's not like you get to the gas station, get out of the car, and you almost feel like you're going to collapse. Right. It, like, it, it brings it you down you from gather. shock a little, a little slower. Sure. Which helps me because I usually break down right on the edge of Colorado getting in here. Yeah. I'll keep going, keep going, keep going. There's one gas station. I think it's uh, – actually, no. It's probably Kansas was uh-huh. the last time I did it. And I, I had to sit on the curb for like 20 minutes. Really? Because I, I, I just didn't have time. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, this was the time when I was coming to live at Summit View. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was driving back with uh, Tim, my friend from Jersey. Yeah. And uh, actually, he actually lives in the house that we're recording in, in right now. Lives like not 20 feet away. For you people. For, for you. For you. For you. Tim uh, is sleeping not 30 feet away. That's true. <laughs> Um, was but yeah, I, I sat on the curb for a solid 20, 25 minutes, uh-huh. just my head's in my hand and I'm like, and I was, th- the worst thing was I was facing West. Oh no. And so I'm just sitting on the curb looking forward along the highway and I'm like, oh my God, it's like right there and I feel this bad. Yeah. I'll, I'll, and you know, you're, you're thinking about it in your head. You're like, it's either three to seven hours. Yes. Yeah, that's and true. And then you always have that second consideration of how long is it going to feel? Right. Right. That's always Wyoming for me. Is yeah. It, it, regardless of whether I'm c- coming or going, Wyoming's always the longest state. Even though Nevada is technically actually the longest state, Wyoming feels longer. No. It's crazy. No. Well, that's because it has Nevada has that bullshit point at the end. It tapers. Right. Well, but not uh, like it, when you enter from sort of the top of uh, of you enter the top of Nevada, like near you know Salt Lake City and Wells, and then you go up even further to Winnemucca and then come down to Reno. True. And so you're making it like extra long, but it, it's a it, see the thing about eighty is it's a trucking route, so I think that's why they have it so convenient. With mm-hmm. all the, with all the, especially for me, diesel, you know, I just fill up. You know, you know what ride we should also do, um, it, as well as the one from uh-huh. here to the coast, uh-huh. is uh, Amarillo to Dallas Fort, uh, to uh, Flower Mound, which is probably Flower about a hundred miles northeast of Dallas Fort Worth. Okay. It's right next to the racetrack. Very cool. That would Plan be awesome. it in the... Uh, I think they have a winter race there. Uh-huh. Because uh, they can. Right. Um, right, because it's Texas. Plan it so you get there. Uh-huh. I have family that lives in Flower Mound. Loves the marijuana. Fuck yeah, They're dude. both on fixed incomes, and they're loving it. Fuck yeah. Gotta love Pull that freedom. There. Freedom from prohibition. Yeah, all you do, all you have to do is take two days. Uh, um, like you could put put the horses in the backyard for two days, right? And then all you have to do is travel up to sixty six, and then trailer back, right? Make it make it not as bad. I'll be fine. And so eventually, we got back around to horses. Yeah, we always do. We always do. I think we're uh, I almost think, about time. Yeah, coming too. in for a landing here. 
on the uh, snack of uh, uh, of the Shotgun Rider show. Yeah, it's right at a bit about time. So, Alrighty. Uh, well, this is TJ Moran Joe saying adieu and saying, come listen to us next time. This is Joe McDonald saying adieu and good night, Jim. <laughs>